Hi, Sarah. Hi there, Richard. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Benefits, a podcast brought to you by Seifert Shaw's Employee Benefits and Executive Compensation Department. As your host, Richard Schwartz and I, Sarah Tuzlin, will interview a member of the Seifert's Employee Benefits and Executive Compensation Department or an outside expert in the employee benefits world. In each episode, we'll discuss interesting, tricky, and sometimes amusing issues that come across our desks all over a cup of coffee. Today, we're joined by Linda Haynes, a partner in CIFAR's Employee Benefits Department. Linda, please tell us a little bit about your practice. Uh, I have a unique niche where I specialize in ERISA fiduciary issues, and especially in ERISA fiduciary issues involving plan investment, investing their plan assets. Well, thank you for joining us today. We're very excited to have you to talk to us about this topic. So I'll start off, Linda, by asking you, we're hearing an awful lot about crypto these days. There were Super Bowl commercials. I think Larry David was endorsing it during the Super Bowl. And there have been a lot of other celebrity endorsements, um, 50 Cent, Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kanye West, Mike Tyson, and of course, we can't forget Matt Damon. So like, what's the big deal about crypto? And why would anybody think that these celebrities would ever steer us wrong? So, well, the big deal about crypto, at least in 401k plans, is the Employee Retirement Income Security Act of 1974, or ERISA, includes a number of rules that are designed to protect participants. Those rules include a requirement that plan fiduciaries that select the investments that are available to participants use a level of care that a prudent person knowledgeable about such matters would use in the same situation, which the courts have said is a very high standard of care. In addition, there are some other rules that apply, including the requirement that an assets must be held in trust. Cryptocurrency investments raise unique questions when you view them in context of these rules. So, Linda, you're raising the F word here under ERISA, fiduciary responsibility, right? Correct. So, Linda, in addition to offering like a core menu of investment options under the plan, a lot of our clients also provide participants with access to a brokerage window that they can use to invest in funds beyond those offered under the core plan lineup. Now, is there a fiduciary responsibility for all funds made available to participants under a 401k plan, including those under the brokerage window? Well, currently, that's a muddy area. There's Department of Labor guidance that distinguishes between designated investment alternatives or core menu investment options and investments available through a brokerage window. But earlier this year, the Supreme Court issued a decision in Hughes versus Northwestern University, which some have read to extend ERISA's fiduciary responsibilities, including the responsibility that the investment is prudent to all of the investments available under the plan, including those available through a brokerage window. So, Linda, the Department of Labor, the federal agency that's responsible for enforcing the fiduciary rules, what have they had to say about crypto investments and retirement plans? Well, in response to the marketing of the investments in cryptocurrency for 401k plans, some of the things that you talked about at the beginning of this podcast, the DOL issued a compliance assistance release in March of this year. 
the DOL has even admitted that they rushed to issue this release in response to Super Bowl commercials. So in the release, the DOL indicated that it expects to start an investigation program focused on participant-directed defined contribution plans, so your 401k plan that offer investments in cryptocurrencies. And for this purpose, the Department of Labor defined cryptocurrencies pretty broadly to also include investments whose value is tied to cryptocurrencies. So that's interesting and concerning. So are we are we reading the notice then or the release as saying that there's an increased DOL audit risk if you offer crypto as an investment option under your 401k plan? And I guess also, how would the Department of Labor know? Is this something that you would be reporting on your 5500? Yes, there is an increase. There is a concern that there's an increased risk that the DOL would come in and audit your plan if you offer cryptocurrency as an option, whether it's a core option or you have participants who have actually invested in some way, shape or form through the brokerage window. And at least theoretically, the DOL could know because when you file your Form 5500 and file the audit that goes with the Form 5500, one of the required schedules is a list of all of the assets of the plan. So if that schedule lists every single asset held by the plan, including everything held through the brokerage windows, and all of these filings are now electronic, the Department of Labor could Again, theoretically, sort through that information, you know, have a program, the system to basically spit out all the plans that have this type of investment or, you know, identify specific investments by name and have those Form 5500s identified and spit out. So, Linda, what could the DOL possibly be concerned about retirement plan investments in cryptocurrencies? I don't get it. Well, in the release, the Department of Labor indicated that or listed out some very specific concerns. The first being that the DOL, at least in the DOL's view, these types of investments are very speculative and volatile. But that can be true of a number of different investment approaches or asset classes. They were also very concerned that it could be difficult for participants to make informed decisions and that if the fiduciaries included such an option in the lineup or the core lineup, that participants could view the investment as being endorsed by planned fiduciaries and as a result, be more likely to invest in it. They also were concerned about the custody, the ability of fiduciaries to satisfy their trust requirement, because how, how do you custody these assets? And they had record-keeping concerns. They were also concerned about these types of investments being vulnerable to loss. It's my understanding that for some cryptocurrencies, if you forget a password, then you're out of luck. You know, you've lost that asset and they're concerned about hackers theft. Fiduciaries are supposed to be able to value the assets of a plan. And they're very concerned that the valuations that are available for cryptocurrencies are uncertain or very unreliable. And they were also concerned that in this ever-evolving regulatory environment, that there could be cryptocurrency investments in a 401k plan that are later determined to not be complying with applicable law. So those were the different types of concerns expressed by the Department of Labor in its release. Got it. So we have this laundry list of concerns from the Department of Labor. So what does this mean? Do you think 
I mean, are they saying that you can't invest in crypto under your 401k plan? The DOL stopped short of saying that crypto cannot be offered under a 401k plan. If they had taken that position, that would be a very unique approach because there are very limited types of investments that are specifically prohibited under ERISA. Instead, the DOL seems to be saying that if you're a planned fiduciary and you offer such an investment to your participants, you need to be ready to defend that decision in a DOL audit. Is the DOL release a formal rule? And when the DOL makes these announcements or issue rules, they typically ask for public comments. The DOL release is informal guidance and was released without notice and comments. And the DOL has received a lot of criticism for not using a formal rulemaking process from a number of different trade groups and also to the 401k platform record keeper providers. And very critical of the DOL because of that. Hmm. So you say the, the guidance was issued in March. That's uh, three and a half months ago. What, what's happened since then? A lot's happened since then. There's been legislation proposed in response to the release that, if passed, would validate the release. Fidelity announced a new product that includes a cryptocurrency investment option shortly after the release. And more recently, a 401k platform provider has sued the DOL claiming that the DOL exceeded its statutory authority and violated the Administrative Procedures Act. And some of the allegations in that lawsuit were that the release states a different standard, fiduciary standard of care. So it's not the prudent standard of care, it's extreme care, which is not the generally accepted standard of care for fiduciaries that the release imposed a new obligation to monitor investments in brokerage windows, that it focused solely on the risks of cryptocurrency investments and ignored their potential benefits, that the concerns raised about regulators shutting down trading in cryptocurrencies was based on outdated information, and finally, that the guidance was issued without a notice and comment period as required by the Administrative Procedure Act. So, Linda, we've been talking a lot about 401k plans. What about defined benefit plans that invest in cryptocurrency? Do we have concerns or the same concerns there as well? The DOL release itself was specific to cryptocurrency investments offered in participant self-directed defined contribution plans. But most of the concerns raised by the Department of Labor in the release could also apply an investment in cryptocurrency or digital assets by a defined benefit pension plan. For example, it could be difficult for plan fiduciaries to make informed decision with respect to cryptocurrency investments, given the, in some cases, lack of available information about those investments. The trust requirement could raise an issue here as well. The vulnerability to loss, i.e. forgetting the a password or hackers or theft of cryptocurrency investments. The valuation issue also would be present here. And the involving regulatory environment and the possibility that the investment could be later determined to not be complying with applicable law. Got it. So it seems like we have a lot of overlapping concerns with 401k and pension plans. 
Thank you, Linda. We know that this is an evolving issue that we're continuing to monitor, and we definitely don't have all of the answers yet. So we might just have to invite you back to pick things up again. Thank you for listening to Coffee Talk with Benefits. Tune in next time for a conversation with our SciFars colleague, Ben Spader, about cybersecurity and benefit plans. Thank you for listening to Coffee Talk with Benefits, brought to you by SciFars Shaw. We invite you to subscribe and follow on your favorite podcasting platform. Learn more at coffeetalkwithbenefits.com. 